Hello and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, where I, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, discuss, chat and hypothesize on all things from fatherhood, marriage, comedy and everything else in between. From time to time, there will be special guests, but mostly it's going to be me and some regular contributors, including my main squeeze, Noelle Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. So sit back, relax and enjoy Conversations with Cornelius! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You're very welcome to another episode of Conversations with Cornelius. I'm your host, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. And uh, yeah, it's the 10th of October. It is a Monday. I am late with this week's podcast. A variety of reasons why I'm late. Uh, The most pertinent one is I've been extremely busy. So uh, this one is going to be coming out a day late. But I've also got a Patreon episode recorded with a super special guest. And that's going to be launched this week as well. So if you want to wanna support me on my journey to the Natty Gan, you can uh, hop on to the Patreon. And the link is in the bio. You can hop on there. You can, for as little as a five or a month, the price of a, a pint, you can get early access to the podcast. Uh, and then there's different tiers there as well. There's like a, there's a tier for uh, additional podcasts, and then there's a tier for getting on the podcast. Um, but anyway, any support is welcome. And even if you can, look, these are challenging times. So um, you know, maybe keep your money in your pocket, <laughs> unless you've got a lot of it sloshing around. And then if you do, I would appreciate uh, the support. But I appreciate you anyway. <laughs> I hate fucking asking for that. You have to do it though. You have to do it. It's like fucking. Um, it's like yeah. When you're when you're finished your gig, like when I'm finished a gig on stage, I'm like, so if you like the sound of my voice and uh, you'd like to hear a little bit more, you could uh, hop over onto my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, and uh, you could listen to me there. And um, that's probably why I do have a lot of listeners from all over the bloody globe. Because I run a, a comedy club down in Kerry during the season, down in Clarny, the Kingdom Comedy Club. And honest to God, I have had people from, you know, people from South Africa, all over America, all over South America, all over Europe. I've had, uh, you know, South Africa, like um, Nigeria, Egypt. Um, I have actually listeners. <laughs> I have actually listeners in the Ukraine, and I have one download in the last 12 months from Russia so I'm wondering was it Putin you know because maybe he had a fucking listen and he was like I cannot believe the imperialist west have got to such a stage where small fat balding middle aged men can feel that they are entitled enough to put out their own thoughts into the world this is bullshit let's invade Ukraine immediately that's what I think happened anyway you know I think I could possibly be responsible for what's going on over there um, just because of this podcast. So, uh, yeah, we're fighting the oppressors, guys, one episode at a time, okay? Um, and Putin, I know you're out there, but I know you're listening. You could, at least you could do is sign up to the Patreon, like, do you know? Would it, like, I know you're flush with cash. <sighs> Cry me a river. <laughs> anyway, um, guys, I am going to start off this week's episode with a poem from a poet called Thomas Kinsella. 
and uh, it's called Mirror in February. I know you're thinking, uh, Cornelius, it's October. Well, miles away from February. You might even make it to February. Well, if I don't, well, then pr play this at my funeral, all right? Um, and it's a, I'll tell you why I'm reading it. It's a poem that is resonating with me in a real deep, deep, meaningful way lately. So here we go. Mirror in February by Thomas Kinsella. The day dawns with scent of must and rain, of open soil, dark trees, dry bedroom air. Under the fading lamp, half-dressed, my brain, idling on some compulsive fantasy. I towel my shaven jaw and stop and stare, riveted by the dark, exhausted eye. A dry, down-turning mouth. It seems again that it is time to learn in this untiring, crumbling place of growth to which, for the time begin, I return. Now plainly, in the mirror of my soul, I read that I have looked my last on youth and little more, for there are made whole that reached the age of Christ. Below my window the awakening trees, hacked clean for better bearing, stand defaced, suffering their brute necessities. And how should the flesh not quail that span for span is mutilated more? In slow distaste I fold my towel with what grace I can, not young and not renewable, but man. Yeah, baby, I love that poem. I remember reading that poem when I was doing my leaving cert, probably in fourth year, <coughs> and um, not being able to grasp its enormity. It's about a man shaving, catching a glimpse of his eye and bemoaning the fact that his youth is, has, has passed and accepting the fact that as a human, there's no pause. There's no pause button. You just have to, uh, you have to go through the cycle, the cycle of youth the cycle of middle age, the cycle of death. And for some people that cycle is, you know, it's really quick. It's really quick. And for some people that cycle can go on for decades and decades. I think I told you where I'm sitting. I'm sitting outside my house this morning. I dropped the kids to school. I'm having a beautiful cup of coffee that my wife made me and I'm smoking a smoking a dube and I, I can tell you this when I was an 18 year old or a 17 year old if I thought that I would be reading that poem <laughs> and smoking cannabis on a Monday morning at 25 past 10 I would have definitely thought that I ended up in, uh, in a mental asylum I definitely would have thought that 
but I find myself as I get older going back to the poetry that educated me or that attempted to educate me <coughs> and finding new lessons in old words so anyway it's the 10th of October and the sun is high in the sky this morning guys I am sitting outside my outside my house sitting in an old chair and my son's tree pee uh, or TP I think it's called it's like a trip trap that's what they I think is what they the, the brand name is is holding my uh, podcast equipment it's holding my cigarette lighter it's holding my half drunk cup of coffee half full or half empty con that's the question. Is there anyone of you out there that is neither negative nor positive? Do you know when someone says to you, "Are you, you know, are you half, are you glass half empty, or are you half glass full?" Sometimes I'm like, I'm not actually bothered about the glass. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, really. I don't know. I mean, I can see the good points, and I can also see the bad points. I'm kind of glass glass half realist. Is there a fucking is there a term for realism? I don't know. I don't fucking know. Um, but it is hot. I would say it is like the sun is beating down. I'm in my t-shirt. I can feel the heat penetrating my my bare arms. I, I've just read that poem and I'm, I'm definitely feeling, feeling my age lately, you know, with my knee and just with the lethargy and the, the, the lack of, I, 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 I was, I, I think I was saying this on another podcast recently. My kids have so much energy. They are, they have energy that is over, over spilling their cup. Whereas, like I'm looking at my cup here, my cup of coffee, and as I drink another little, as I take another little swallow, (laughs) there's exactly a swallow less. You know, it's not replenishing. Like in mirror in February, it's not renewable. It is. it is declining. It is coming to a cease. It is coming to the end. It is nearing the destination. Every day is a step closer. And I'm not. This isn't a morbid podcast now, right? Okay. I'm. This is like. This is just something that I'm. I'm grappling with myself. I'm like, okay. Am I happy? Am I content? Is everything? Is you know? Is it like I have these affirmations that I do? One of the affirmations is everything's working out perfectly for me. Everything's working out perfect. Everything's working out perfectly for me. Everything's working out perfect. Everything's working out perfectly for me. Everything's working out perfect. Oh, everything's working out perfectly for me. Everything's working out perfect. And if you're a long-time listener to the podcast, to the podcast, you will know that affirmation. I have sung it on here, particularly in the early days. But I do that every day. I do that podcast every day, or I do that affirmation every day. And I now have the boys doing it. I was taking the boys to school this morning. <coughs> and um, our school run is, like, I remember I went to boarding school when I was 13. So I didn't have any school. My, my school runs ended when I was 12. And my school runs were when I was in, really when, when I was in national school in Mallow before I went to Ballyclaw because then I got a bus. I know this is, infor- I, I don't know where I'm going with this, right? But my only memory of the school runs is us all being squashed into the back of the car. Radio one on. Uh, me and my sisters kind of eating toast 
because we were all late and you know toast and it's hard now it was just the 1980s like you know it was just like it was um it was a time of you know like in our house my da- my dad was working in a garage in Mallow and he was self-employed so he'd be home late and then we'd be you know he'd be wrecked and we'd be we'd be always rushing to go to school he'd be always rushing to go to drop us to school and then to get across to open up the garage and it always felt rushed and it always felt like um and this is i'm not putting any blame or anything like that <laughs> my dad right but it just always fe- or or my mom for that matter it just felt that I have a picture, a grey picture of just, of grimness, of sitting in the back, it's raining outside, listening to Pat Kenny or Gay Byrne on the radio or Morning Ireland, news, it all being tragic, because the news is tragic. You don't tune into fucking Radio 1 and it's like, good morning everybody. I can just tell you straight away that there's some good news down in North Cork this morning. Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan is sitting outside. He is having a coffee in the sunshine and he's talking about his hopes and dreams. Oh my God. Now, let's go over to Sean with the sports. Sean, how uh, how are the sports? How how are things you getting on? You're very well. Listen, everybody won. We gave everybody a medal. It was a great day. That's not what I was listening to. That's not the news guys that is not the news that is not the news that is not the fucking news jesus christ the news is always bad it's always bad it's always like unemployment is up homelessness is up hate is up uh, half the world is fighting with the other half there's been a war going on there's fucking there's been as long as i'm alive the hospitals in ireland are looking for beds i'm 45 do you know what I mean? They're looking for beds every year. Why can't we get enough beds in? Why can't we just go, all right, lads, this year now, we're just going to make sure that the hospital get the beds. Because there's a guy down there in North Cork, he's after making a fierce, salient point. He's after saying he's alive 45 years, and fucking the cunts above in the government haven't been giving enough money to buy enough beds to help the sick people. So could we just get the beds? We're going to do that this year. We'll fucking we'll tackle the rest of the stuff next year. Well, they'd obviously have to do the rest of the other stuff as well. <laughs> but just get the beds into the hospitals. Do you know what I mean? It's not that fucking hard. <sighs> but anyway, my point anyway is it's all bad news on the fucking, on the radio. So on the way to school as a young child, that's what I was listening to. That's the type of stuff that I was programmed to. And you know what? I listen to that myself to this day. So I'm still programmed into it. I love to listen to the fucking news <coughs> but i think it's all bollocks i think it's all bollocks and i think we do i think we get too much information there's too much information out there now you know and so what i'm trying to do and and, and this is this is this, this is the thing i think all our parents fuck up i think my pa- my grandparents fucked up on my parents and their parents fucked up on them and i'm fucking up on my parents nobody knows it's all a game no, there's no right or wrong way to do it. So you have to decide yourself what way you want to try and do it. And in the 80s, there was none of this old, you know, parenting thing. You just fucking, you know, you had kids and, and the kids then, you know, they, they had to come along with you and you had to keep them alive. And, you know, there would be no kind of extracurricular activities bar the GA. You played the GA now and that's it. And shut your fucking mouth about, what are you talking about, soccer? There's no such thing as soccer. My sisters did gymnastics, and I did GAA. And that was it. Girls do gymnastics, boys do GAA. 
And I think the world we live in now is a different world. Like It's a more inclusive world. And if you're raising kids in this world, I think you have to try and prepare them. So our school run is uh, its all about um, affirmations. It's a long-winded fact to get all the way back to the affirmations, you know. And I have Harvey up to this year. His affirmations in the car are, I am happy, I am healthy, I am hilarious. Everything's working out perfectly for me. Everything's working out perfect. I am loved. So we'd hop into the car. I would do them first. I'd make a big deal of doing them. I'd be like, I am happy, I am healthy, I am hilarious, and I am kind. Everything's working out perfectly for me. Everything's working out perfect. No, everything's working out perfectly for me. Everything's working out perfect. Yeah, everything's working out perfectly for me. Everything's working out perfect. Oh, I am loved. I'd like do it like that or vary, you know, like to varying degrees. And then eventually all kids want to do is copy their parents anyway. So eventually Harvey was doing them and now he does them like he can do them verbatim. He puts energy into them. He really believes what he's saying. And uh, we're adding a new one now for his sixth birthday. I was only telling him about this yesterday and the new one is going to be I can do anything. I can do anything. I can do anything. I'm trying to raise him. I'm trying to put his sub, make his subconscious, which we all have, guys, which is what we go to when we're not talking. I, wanna, I just want it to be positive and affirming. He goes, yeah, you know, I can do anything, and everything is working out perfectly for me, as opposed to kind of, Jesus Christ, isn't it terrible about the fucking, about the budget, you know? Oh, Jesus, did you hear about the beds in the hospital? No, beds in the hospital. Yeah, fucking hell, the sick. Where the sick going to sleep? Well, not in the beds anyway, because they don't have them. What? How much did they spend? Jesus Christ! They gave themselves a big bonus, did they? Tw- Fifteen thousand in the last, in the last uh, budget. Jesus Christ! Each f- a year. How much is the bed? About fifteen or sixteen. Fuck it, right? Okay. Sure. Look, listen. They're working hard. As opposed to going down that rabbit hole, and it's so easy to go down that rabbit hole. You'll meet someone today now, and if you give them the rope, right? They'll hang themselves in gloom, you know. And I, I fucking, I fall into that category. I'm not like we, he, like I think it was Jesus said, "He who is without sin cast the first stone." I am in the same group as of the group that I'm fucking complaining about. I want to get out of it. I try to get out of it. I try to actively get out of it, but it's hard. It's hard to get out of it when it's programmed in deep, and the programming happens at when you're a kid. You know, and the programming is, I'm not, it's not like a fucking, it's, it's like a computer. And you know yourself, like, I mean, you know, there are things that you think about in life that you have opinions upon that were formed decades ago. And then if you go right back to why you think like that, then you, and like, you'll go, oh my God, maybe there's another way of looking at that. You know? It's all fucked up. But, um... Yeah, so it's all just double talk, isn't it? It's just like this this planet is full of double talk. You know, people will say one thing. I see it even in I see it even in comedy. I see it there it recently in a in a scenario that played out in front of me that I was that I was just viewing, thankfully, and not involved in. But I just saw something happening where a person was saying something but meaning something else. And I was just like, why don't you just say what you actually want? You just cut through the... Ch- you'll either get it or you won't, like, you know? Um, but anyway, 
I have uh, I have a ver- I have so I have some gigs this week. So this podcast is being recorded on Monday. I'm late to the podcast this week, guys, and I apologize for that. So this will be coming out tomorrow, Tuesday morning. Um, but it will not be too late to act upon these gigs. Now it will be if you are listening in Boston. I have a lot of listeners over in Boston. And I'm like in, well, in Massachusetts, it doesn't narrow it down. So I'm just assuming that, you know, it's in Boston. But if you're living in Massachusetts and not in Boston, please contact me, corneliusthecomic at gmail.com. Tell me who you are and why you're listening to my show. I'm interested to know. But there's like people listening to, uh, yeah, all over the states, but you can ca- you can get into the little, uh, the counties. They don't call them the counties, they call them the states. Uh, and I just find it fascinating. I find it fascinating. But so you guys anyway probably won't uh, come to any of these gigs this week because you're far away is what I'm trying to say. Uh, unless you're loaded. And if you're loaded, I would say, first of all, just sign up to the Patreon. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and then buy your ticket and come to the show. So I am in Coco on Thursday and Friday. And this Saturday, my gig of the month is with the absolutely hilarious Laura O'Mahony. She's in the Everyman doing her show, kicking, screaming, roaring, laughing, I think. And uh, I'm doing support, so I'm doing like a kind of like a half an hour in the first half, and then she has me doing some fucking singing and dancing and mad shit in the second half as well. So uh, I do the improv panto with Laura every year, and she's a fucking hoot of a woman, and she's on the podcast as well. Uh, she's been on this podcast a few times, and we're actually doing a podcast today of the gig as well. That's how fucking zany and crazy and calm yet like not calm she is on the day of a gig that she's like I was like do you want to do my podcast today of your show and we can like do it before you go on stage at the break and straight away afterwards <laughs> she's like yeah let's do it and I just know she actually genuine and I was like and of course if you don't want to do it just let me know like do you know what I mean there's no panic I just thought of it it might be a cool thing to do and she straight away was up for it like that's I love it I love it I love it I didn't go for any sauna over the last couple of days I've been uh, Noella's been off and I've been hitting the sauna hard, and I, I, I'm starting to feel it. I feel a little bit. Maybe that's why I'm feeling a bit creaky and a bit kind of, <coughs> you know, worries. Why I'm being a little bit worrisome about uh, it getting older and stuff uh, is because when I'm in the when I'm in that sauna, I will say this, guys. That sauna fucking um, that sauna makes me is makes me regenerate. I feel like I'm almost a renewed when I come out of it. It's intense up onto the top section and they're all bringing in these salts now like there's there's a, like a real sauna community you know there's a hardcore and a bunch of us that kind of go in there i've been going in chilling out with my son dylan um and uh he brings in these salts and you put the salts uh, I- I onto the sauna or in, into the side of the sauna or wherever you put the salt wherever you put water anyway and it just blasts blasts into your fucking sinuses and like you're, it's almost difficult to breed. They're like from the, um, they're from Turkey. They're used over in Turkey the whole time. But like, holy shit, does it open up your fucking sinuses and does it open up all your breeding apparatus and your breeding so deeply. And inside in this intense heat, it, what it does then is it actually, you start to sweat more intensely. And then there's a kind of a really, really weird kind of a thing. You, you, you start to cool down. And you can go longer in the sauna. Like I struggle to do, uh, I struggle to do like between twenty to twenty-four minutes. They say if you do, a, if you go for a sauna four days a week for twenty minutes or more, um, that it prolongs your life by up to eight years. You know, so like I'm not saying 
I'm not saying I want to live forever, guys, but I'm just saying I want to live. I try, I'm, like, I'm just irritated with my knee, and I just want to try and live healthier. And I know that this is a good way of living healthier as well, and it's very meditative. I do my affirmations in my mind, and there's a bit of a social thing in there as well. But uh, it's just a great place to fucking to chill. Uh, and I haven't been going the last couple of days, so I'm thinking to myself, huh, maybe you should get back in. So I'm gonna, I'm definitely going to go today. Shake off this funk. Let me have a little light of this. Got new, um, new papers as well. <coughs> and they're actually quite good. It's, uh, they'll, they save on the, uh, on the cannabis. Because cannabis is so expensive. Fuck's sake. Why are they not legalizing it? Like, Joe Biden is fucking pretty much came out there last week and goes... Like and he, they call him Sleepy Joe, right? He came out last week and was like, "Yeah, look, anyone who was arrested for any kind of petty criminal activity with cannabis, we're just going to let you off." Because, like, come on, it's just weed, you know. So, Ireland first to fucking bring in the smoking ban, like, like chomping at the bit of all the fucking rules and regulations, and then for this one rule and regulation, which could bring, which could bring in so much money into the economy. Oh my God. The amount of underground weed smokers is enormous, like, is enormous. There are people listening to this podcast, and they probably think, oh, Jesus Christ almighty, he's smoking, he's smoking a bit of weed. Like, I, I am t- totally and perfectly able to conduct all my affairs um, uh, today, and I will do. Now, I won't be doing any driving, because I've had a little bit of a smoking up, but Noelle is off, so Noelle will be collecting the kids. I won't be doing any driving. If I've got a bit of driving to do, that's irresponsible. I won't be doing that. But besides that parenting you know cooking cleaning working rehearsing writing i mean it's just an enhancing uh anxiety fucking fighting amazing plant that's just that's just a plant guys it's just a plant anyway um i'm gonna do three quick trending topics here that i picked out this morning trending topics we're going to patrick o'sullivan the stock markets are trending i don't know why they're trending but i was talking to laura hart last night we were doing a a whatchamacallit um a photo shoot for the improvised pantomime and we were all getting dressed up in makeup and all that kind of stuff and we were talking about bitcoin and bitcoin has gone has been going has been dropping obviously like the rest of everything else and I still am, still am invested and I haven't sold any of my, my Bitcoin. But there was one coin that I was always talking about to Laura last year, XRP. And I'm still in XRP and I'm holding on. And do you know what it does? At the very least, right? My whole portfolio is down by nearly 50%. Now, I haven't massive amounts of money invested in it, lads. Or like, I, you know, really and truly, like, like uh, you know, maybe a grand or something like that or two. I, I, like, I'd have to, I think I'm down a grand, so about two grand, like, you know. Um... Which is <laughs> hard to go, but like I was, uh, I was hoping that the the XRP would turn my two grand into like fucking two hundred thousand. That that was the dream. But anyway, maybe that dream is dead. I don't know, but I'm holding on to it because everyone says you gotta hold on to your stocks. Hold, 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 hold. Don't panic buy. That's what they want you to do. So uh, yeah, I don't know what they're. Maybe they've crashed again this morning. I don't know. Hashtag House of Dragon. I don't know if any of you are watching this, guys. Um, I am watching it. Uh, episode 7 last week was fucking sensational. I, uh, I think there's 10 episodes, so there's an episode again tonight. Really looking forward to it. So it's a prequel to Lord of the or, uh, Game of Thrones, but it's like totally different characters. Totally different. Totally different entirely. There's nothing relatable to it, only that you're talking, only you know these are the ancestors of the characters in Game of Thrones. But it's full of 
you know, great acting, great plot, great plot twists, great characters, evil and good, the forces of malevolence and benevolence and fucking, you know, there's like, you can see, like, I love the way it examines characters of the human race because they're doing it in a really, like George R.R. Uh, R. Martin is doing it in a really clever way. He's developed this whole world, but he's just put real world personalities onto these fictional, mythical uh, you know characters and it's yeah for me it's fascinating check it out Tom Cruise is also trending and uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to say it guys I'm a fucking I'm a Tom Cruise man I'm a cruiser Mm-mm-mm. I'm a cruiser myself and Noel <coughs> we we rented uh, or we bought <coughs> the latest Top Gun <coughs> excuse me <coughs> oh, Jesus Christ I'll have a little bit of cold coffee now. Mmm. Still good. But we bought the... Uh, we didn't... We, uh, we obviously, with two kids, we don't have time. And we're both working full time. And we're up the walls. We don't have the time. We don't have the time um, to go to the cinema. So we we bought it on Sky. And the good thing is it was like about like 16 quid to buy it. And now we have it forever. You know? And... It's cheesetastic, the new Tom, Tom Cruise movie. It is so cheesy. It is so fucking cheesy. And, of course, there's a couple of scenes of him running. I just... There is a Tom Cruise movie, a Tom Cruise movie, without Tom Cruise running. He had, like... I would say... I, I don't... This is, just a, this is just a guess. If Tom Cruise runs in a movie, I bet you it does more in the box office. The more he runs in a movie the better it does in the box office, I would say. I, I would love to get someone to check that out um, because I would say, like, yeah, I mean, he is some... He's in his, he's 60 now. He's 60. So, like, we were we were speculating myself and Noel, maybe he was, like, maybe 58 when he was ma- making this movie. The man is a god, like. You know, he's absolutely fucking ripped, running, sprinting, with the fucking hands going up and the hair flapping and not one grey hair. I mean, come on, Tom. Come on now, like. Are you telling me you don't dye your hair, Tom? There's someone dyeing Tom Cruise's hair out there. And uh, they're getting a lot... Because I don't think he's dyeing it himself. Because he doesn't strike me as a kind of a hands-on guy who's like, do you know what? I'll just buy the dye myself in Tesco. And I'll, do, and I'll save myself a few quid. You know? I'll just save myself a few... Because he's not shy. He's definitely not shy for a few quid, lads. Tom. But anyway, that's the... Um, <laughs> That's the end of Trending Topics with Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. I'm going to conclude this week's podcast with another poem, guys. I might have done this poem in the past. I don't know if I have. I definitely have done it on lives. Um, It is possibly my favorite poem. It is by a fellow by the name of Paddy Kavanagh. And it is called Advent. Here we go. We have tested and tasted too much lover. Through a chink too wide there comes in no wonder. But here, in the advent-darkened room where the dry black bread and the sugarless tea of penance will charm back the luxury of a child's soul, we'll soon return to doom the knowledge we stole but could not use. And the newness that was in every stale thing when we looked at it as children. The spirit-shocking wonder in the black-slanting Ulster Hill or the prophetic astonishment in the tedious talking of an old fool will awake for us and bring you and me to the yard gate to watch the winds and the bog holes, cart tracks, 
old stables where time begins. Oh, after Christmas, we'll have no need to go searching for the difference that sets an old phrase burning. We'll hear it in the whiskered, whispered argument of a churning or in the streets where the village boys are lurching. And we'll hear it among decent men too who burrow dung in gardens under trees. Wherever life pours ordinary plenty, won't we be rich, my love and I? And please, God, we shall not ask for reason's payment. The why of heartbreaking strangeness in deepening hedges, nor analyse God's breath in common statement. We have thrown into the dustbin the clay-minted wages of pleasure, knowledge, and the conscious hour. And Christ comes with a January flower. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say thank you very much for tuning into this week's episode of Conversations with Cornelius. I love you deeply. Stay in by the wall. <laughs>